At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash this is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line here on a Sunday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point, joined by my buddy Mike Pritchard. Here in studio, Michael Lombardi with a week off, well-deserved week off from Michael Lombardi. I think he's going down to the Keys. Enjoy yourself, my friend, as we got you back here for another hour. Boston and Golden State. I called it a lazy Sunday, Pritch, because it's one of those days you got a full baseball card. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, I bet a little MLS on the way in. So if anybody wants to get down on some soccer, feel free to go over two and a half with the Revs in Sporting (laughs) KC. However... We've got the Celtics and Warriors. We could throw the board up really quickly there, Elliot. Three and a half off the four yesterday. So it's come down just a little bit. 212 is a low total for this series. Uh, The Warriors, when they've won, they've defended. There's no mistake about that. But you see that number come down, and we have to wait till Wednesday for the Stanley Cup final. Of course, we've been waiting for Tampa and Colorado. We finally get it. So a lazy Sunday as we welcome you back. And an opportunity to take advantage of a dude that played nine years in the NFL. I don't think we do a good enough job kind of highlighting Mike Pritchard here on the network. And I know he's so humble and such a good dude, so he probably will get embarrassed. But those that don't know, the kids out there, understand you're talking to a dude that played nine years in the NFL, and you're watching a dude that was, what, the 13th overall pick by the Falcons. You were one of nine players selected in that draft out of Colorado. You were the first of nine players. That was a great team. Bill McCartney. Can we start there for a second, and then I want to get into new media. Bill McCartney was 
just your coach there at Colorado. Mm-hmm. Bill McCartney is a legend in Michigan because he coached at Dearborn Divine Child and then was picked up by Bo Schimbeckler as a high school coach. The only time, uh, the only time Bo Schimbeckler hired a high school coach was Bill McCartney uh, to coach at Michigan. He flips the Michigan job to Colorado and recruits a young Mike Pritchard to go to Colorado. Did I miss anything there? No, you did not. Uh, outside of the fact that to this day he still doesn't re- how, uh, realize how he got me. Because we had Eric Bieniemy, um, we recruited Rodney Hampton, Chad Brown, Chad Brown. Well, he's a little bit after me, but oh, was he? you know, okay. Alfred Williams. I mean, we we had 14 scholarships that year, uh, and of course, even you know, you're being recruited by everybody. Uh, and here's Colorado, and we have a loaded backfield: JJ Flanagan, George Hemingway. I mean, how how are we going to get this guy right? And so, uh, yeah, he he credits me. I was MVP of the team, won the national championship, and he credits me uh, because. He doesn't understand how I ended up at Colorado. How did you end up at Colorado? I should have ended up somewhere else. Now I need to hear it. Oh, like I got a house in a Hampton somewhere like that? No, no, (laughs) no, nothing like that. I just loved Colorado. I loved Bill McCartney. I still do. Um, Yeah, still alive, 81. And I think, um, you know, for me as a player, I wanted to make a difference. And that was really the story of that team that won a championship that year. We wanted to make a difference because we were getting recruited by Eric, everybody. I mean, Eric should have Eric Bieniemy should have went to SC. You know, Alfred Williams should have went to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all Americans, you know, college football Hall of Famers. But we all wanted to go to the University of Colorado because we wanted to make a difference. We we were like, if we combined our talents and come to this school, uh, we could be the difference. And we were four years later as we won a national championship. You know what's fascinating about that? So that's 91. So that's just what, 21, 22 years ago when you were drafted by the Falcons. Let's think about how not just the perception of sports betting has changed. As a kid that grew up here in Vegas, mm-hmm. born in South Carolina, right. but raised here in Vegas, Mike Pritchard, think about how the perception of sports betting, it's been so welcomed by the four big leagues. Obviously, we understand that at this point as you watch a game and you're completely, it's a myriad of promotion all over the place, which is great. I mean, the idea of this being a back room, you know, vocation no longer (laughs) persists, but also just sports media. You know, you and I were discussing this a little bit during the break and Tyreek Hill just dropped his first episode of his podcast. What is it called, Elliot? You got to hear this. Do we, Tyreek, do we have to hear it? (laughs) But also it had to be said. Of course it did. But also somebody like Draymond. I love the new media approach. Draymond's skipping his postgame pressers Mm -hmm. and he's running back to the hotel and he's popping up a podcast that's wildly popular. Think about that. Sports betting in 20 years, how it's changed in the proliferation, and then also just new media. You don't have a podcast, but you're a broadcaster. It's fascinating to see how the landscape has changed in both. It really has. uh, It really is fascinating too because, I mean, I think uh, in my day, um, you would run away from the media, right? You wouldn't want to be candid. And certainly we weren't thinking about podcasts, right? Or uh, we weren't thinking about our own platform because our words could be twisted. Like I know some players that they won't do radio. They only do TV because they figure radio could twist their, their words, right? It's a little or more conversational. More conversational. Get yourself yep. caught. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I think today's new media, and if you're a player and you're doing a podcast and you want attention, you drop a bomb. Yeah. And, you know, as a former player, I can assure you I have plenty of bombs, but I just choose not to do it, right? Because right. I don't need that. I don't, I don't need to do that. But some players, they do, uh, and, and they certainly understand the attention uh, and everything that comes with that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think for podcast standpoints, if you can drop a bomb and get it trending somewhere on some social media platform, you're ahead of the game. 
It's called Tech Kids. Look it up. And Mike Pritchard has it. He's a gentleman. He has plenty to say. Just ask him during the break. Trust me. It's juicy stuff. Now, it's not just the players that are running to social media. Jack Del Rio, mm. we should discuss. And the reason I bring this up, it's not a political thing, of course. Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator there with the commanders, recently said the insurrection there at the Capitol was a dust-up. And he was then fined $100,000 by Rivera. And many, including Ed Reed, have come out and said, that's not enough. Last night, Jack Del Rio deleted his Twitter account. I bring this up because this is a seven-win team last year. Offensively, they've got some pieces. Defensively, they've underachieved, which is ironic because we're talking about the defensive coordinator and Jack Del Rio. Let me ask you this okay. because I'm looking for a betting angle. Mm-hmm. It, an NFL locker room is very diverse. There's no chance that these players aren't discussing what's happening with Jack, Jack Del Rio right now. And there might be a schism there as far as the locker room's concerned. I'm constantly digging for angles. Is there something here with Del Rio and the players? It's possible. Uh, I think there's two ways of thinking here. Like, you, you can have a locker room in which you hate a coach, completely hate a coach, but you're so talented and you're all about that locker room and you can get by that. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's been plenty of instances that way in which – Coaches were hated, whether it was a coordinator uh, offensively or defensively, or then certainly a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in this situation, I, I think about the culture for Washington. I think about the uh, leadership that they have right there. Carson Wentz isn't that. He's a new guy. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he going to bring that locker room together when I don't think that locker room has a ton of confidence in Carson Wentz's ability uh, on the field? Uh, so you're going to have a bunch of guys who think that they're alphas trying to galvanize this locker room. I don't know who's going to be. Like, if, as a better, I would be searching which player or players could, could get this locker room together. Because you're right. People are going to have opinions about Del Rio. I still do from a player standpoint. I played against him. And he was a jerk back then. Oh, right? Del Rio? Oh, well, just as a player. Now, political you stuff. You don't have to apologize, well, no, Bridge. No. Come on, the, give me the juice. Well, the political stuff. Spill the si- tea. No, the political side. Oh, look, he's a linebacker. All linebackers are jerks. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> clean, you know, yeah, clean. yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is whatever your beliefs, you have to have respect in the locker room. And, uh, but I, I don't know if this locker room is strong enough to, to produce a leader. Terry McLaurin's a high character guy. He's looking for a contract. You mentioned the quarterback and Wentz just coming in. Your question is Chase Young, who underperformed in year two. See, that's my thing. Who is the draft? Uh, Jamin Davis, the the linebacker they drafted, Mm -hmm. underperformed. My thing with Jack Del Rio is, first off, you're getting uh, underperformance from many position. And the unit, if you look at the underlying metrics for the commander's unit last year defensively, they were bad. Mm Mm-hmm. They right, were bad. Right. This is a seven-win team. We've got a total. We can go ahead and throw up the schedule. We've got the win total set at seven and a half with the overjuiced. Of course, it's a weak division. They start, they start with a little layup here with the Jags and the Lions, and then it starts to get dicey. Uh, Eagles mm-hmm. at Cowboys, so they go division. Titans, a little soft there with the Bears. So it's not a terrible schedule to start, but the expectations are high in D.C. They are, and they should be. I mean, I think everybody has optimism and expectations are going to be uh, elevate it, but you know, from Del Rio as a coach, as a defensive coordinator, he's been a vanilla style defensive coordinator. Whether it was with the Raiders or or whatever place he's landed in terms of a coordinator, you've had issues, or at least people have had issues about how vanilla he is. So you have a ton of first rounders in that front, right? Uh, and so, how are you just non-creative, or how are you not allowing these players to be better on the field? Uh, are you moving pieces around? What are you going to do with your secondary? Are you just going to line up? Then people are going to know what you're going to do 
uh, and then that's going to put you behind eight ball, in my opinion, from a from a betting standpoint, and certainly looking at this football team from that standpoint. Del Rio is just not a creative play caller you defensively. Just, you, you know what? You, Michael said the same thing yesterday. He said he just refused to switch it up, and he goes very vanilla with the mm-hmm. same scheme. It's interesting because the Alabama boys in Payne and Allen, who remember the dust up on the sideline, which again, some of that has to fall on the coach. Those two have played well. The underperformers uh, are uh, Montez Sweat and, of course, Chase Young on the outside on the edge. Right, right. And in today's NFL, if you just line up uh, between the 20s, it's been the easiest time in, in football to move the ball between the 20s offensively. Rules dictate that. Now, where you tighten up certainly is a red zone. Uh, but from a Del Rio coordination standpoint, it's just the same thing uh, with mm-hmm. different players, and everybody knows that. It's interesting. I think they're going to score. They love Doxon so far in the OTAs, the kid they drafted out of Penn State. Samuel, if he's healthy, along with McLaurin, that's dangerous. Uh, as far as Antonio Gibson popped last year, he's just learning to become a running back. It really falls on Wentz. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's the same conversation we had last year with the Colts. It now transfers to the Commanders because Wentz, that's where really what it comes down to with that 7.5 total. Yeah, it really does. Uh, his best year as a quarterback, Wentz, I mean, 33 touchdown passes. Can he do that with a new football team? I don't think so, but... Uh, he's he's not <sighs> Patrick. He you, just be, doesn't, you don't have to be nice here. He it's... doesn't excite you in the locker room. And there's there's one thing to be in a locker room with John Elway or Warren Moon and say, yeah, we're we're winning today, right? And yeah. then there's another thing to be in a locker room with Carson Wentz and be like, are we gonna win today? <laughs> I mean, it's a legitimate question that you have each and every Sunday. Quote, Jack Del Rio is kind of a jerk, dot, 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 but all linebackers are. So he (laughs) saved himself a lot of juice for the Jets coming up this year. We'll talk to Pritch about that next here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair 
or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports, all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. What I like about the BetMGM app is the interface, especially when you're in-game betting. It's quick, it's responsive, so make sure you check it out. It's BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Also. This is just a plug for them, a loyalty program, which is awesome. And you can use those comps at MGM Resorts nationwide as we got you back here. My man, the big guy, Michael Lombardi, on a vacation. He's probably writing something right now, to be fair. As Femi knows, Femi, of course, co-host of the GM Shuffle. You can find that at vsan.com slash podcast. Lombardi is constantly working, so I would imagine on vacation he works just a little less. Mike Pritchard, inform, of course, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Hope you're having a nice Sunday. We're joking during the break. It's kind of a lazy Sunday as we wait for Game 5 tomorrow in San Francisco. I know our Nesson audience is itching to get to that game. It's worse. You know, when you have that bad taste in your mouth, Pritch, Mm -hmm. you just want to get rid of it. So if you're Boston and you have an opportunity to capitalize in Game 4, you don't. You want to get that game, the next one, as quickly as possible, specifically with the numbers pointing to Boston bouncing back after losses in the postseason. You see the number now, three and a half and two twelve. But you want to get that game going. Right, right. Well, you know what, Patrick? I mean, I think if for Boston, you feel good about their chances. Certainly uh, on the road, uh, bounce back situations too. You're catching three and a half points right now if you want. I mean, obviously the betting market is that stick down from four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this series has indicated that too. Game one, Boston. Game two, Golden State. Game uh, three, uh, you got Boston back at home. Okay, game four, you got Golden State. So it's going back and forth. Everybody's thinking it's going to go seven anyway. Uh, at what point does it skew? At what point does yep. one team win two games in a row? Can Steph keep this up as well? I mean, he's mm-hmm. going to take heroics the rest of the way. And if this goes seven, my man has to work his butt off to get shots. Right. I mean, when you're essentially setting everything up through the pick and roll, which is what they were doing in game four and what they have to do because this is such an elite defense with Boston, Steph has to work. And I don't think, you know, we talk about LeBron. You know, Steph's 34 years mm-hmm. old. His conditioning is on another level. It really is. It's incredible. Um, and then defensively, too, how he's been effective yep. uh, defensively is incredible. It's, it's funny, too, because I think Steph Curry set the table uh, to have home court in the best of three situation, which to me, that's the narrative that's going to win him MVP. 
Uh, but when you have Wiggins, because Wiggins wasn't drafted number one overall to out-rebound everybody, but that's what he did. But that's yep. the effect of, of Steph where, where he can elevate others, you know, raising all boats, that kind of thing, to where Wiggins is just doing what he needs to do to help win a championship. Yeah. Draymond taking a, a secondary role because he's not effective offensively. So on um, Boston – See, I think Boston needs that aspect. Is it going to be Tatum that's going to be able to elevate everybody? I mean, we've seen at times from Jalen, uh, but not from the consistency standpoint to where that can overcome what Golden State presents. It's uh, Like I said, you could almost see the confidence dissipating with Tatum, which is mm -hmm. not a good look. I think Jalen Brown's really stood out in this yeah. series. And, of course, Marcus Smart's hits him. And, you, and with the one game in between, you didn't see the same Horford either. Right. He needs the rest, and I think this rest is going to help the Boston Celtics. Can we throw that board up one more time, Elliot? I just wanted to point out to the viewers what's happening as far as the series price. You got minus 150 on the Warriors now to win it. You got plus 125. Tremendous. There it is. You see the series spread. You see the series correct score as we head into game five. Question for you, Mike Pritchard. The Rams, who just won a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. are they a part of the Illuminati? <laughs> because how are they signing big tickets? They just gave Aaron Donald. He's now the highest paid player outside of a quarterback. They just gave him yeah. a contract extension. Cooper Cup, they're paying these big dogs, and they just continue to find the cash. Well, I think most people know and realize this. I mean, the salary cap is there for purposes. I get it. But you can get around the salary cap. You can do things with – with with contracts to where you're under a number, mm -hmm. uh, but how many teams have cash flow to pay players away? Like when you talk about ownership, Stan Kroenke, uh, he has the money to do something like this. He has the money uh, to allow the Rams to be all in, get creative, right? Absolutely. So funny story because when I got into the league and got drafted first round, like you mentioned, um, I, I had an internship in a bank, right? The trust department. Uh, so everybody has the standard size checks. In the trust department, I, I discovered that you can have long checks. <laughs> so I had to have a portfolio or, or certainly a checkbook, which was a book that had the long checks in it. Yes, kids, back in the day, you actually wrote checks. Just, <laughs> to, just right, to be right, clear, right, exactly, please, exactly. I, pardon me for interrupting. Go no, ahead. no, no. So with Stan Kroenke, he's got the long money for those long checks to give players the money that they need right now. And, and that's, we're going to make everybody happy. Uh, now, can you run it back? The last time that has happened in the national football league, 2003, 2004, and it took a special quarterback like Tom Brady. But I, I think the Rams have a great chance because in year one, Stafford played the, well, the way that he did uh, defensively, you know, Aaron Donald's just going to, uh, raise all levels on that side of the ball, too. And I think Robinson was a sneaky uh, find for the Rams. Cooper Cup is going to be consistent. Jefferson is going to be incredible, too. Uh, Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. If they can keep the running game going, uh, that is going to be incredible offense to watch again. And then Bobby Wagner signing uh, because they've never had meat on that linebacking core. Good point. Right? So now you have those monsters up front that can keep blockers off those linebackers, and you got somebody like Bobby Wagner who can help you stop the run, uh, I, I think the Rams have set the table to have that opportunity again this year. Let's take a look at the Rams. 12-5 and five last year, of course, won the Super Bowl. You see their numbers, 10.5 on the win total. Juiced up a little bit. you got to mm -hmm. pay $1.20 on the under. Under, pardon me. Division, they're your favorites at plus 140. We don't have the conference number right now, but Super Bowl odds 11 to 1. Uh, that 10 and a half does feel a little light. I think this team's going to be motivated. I do. I, and you mentioned the playoff teams flip every year. Right. I mean, what do we got? 14 teams now since 20. And last year we had a 50% turnover. You can go bad to good. You can go bad to post postseason. 
but I expect the, the Rams, even in that tough division, to be there as well this Is year. Is it going to be tough? I mean, yeah, Lance, who's probably going to take over quarterback. But you don't love Drew Locke all of a sudden? What no, are you I hating on him for? <laughs> you know, you saw the report coming out of Seattle <laughs> where in OTAs, now it's different than training camp, as you know better than anybody, Pritch, but Pete Carroll in between surfing, he came out and he said, look, uh, Geno Smith is killing it, and he's taking the first-team reps right now. I'm sure that excited that Seahawk fan sure, base. Sure, right, yes. right, absolutely. Like I said previously on the show today, that's one thing to be in the locker room with John Elway and Warren Moon. It's another thing to be in the locker room with Drew Locke and, and thinking about you have chances of winning a game on Sunday. And in that division, I mean, come on. You just don't want John Elway to be your financial advisor. <laughs> I would say because he missed out on $900 million with the think about the sale of the Broncos. So mm. would they go for almost like almost and five, and five and a half, yeah. almost 5 million, 4.7, something yep. like that. In 2018, the Carolina Panthers were sold for 2.7 ish somewhere in there. So the appreciation of these franchises, it's good business. If you can buy one of the 32 is what I'm saying. You said something that I can't let you get. I can't just let it go. Mm -hmm. You told me that when you were drafted by Atlanta in 91, you got an internship at a bank? Well, it was, prior, it was pre previous to being drafted. I was working an internship at a bank. Okay. I thought I was going to work on Wall Street. You did? Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get drafted as high as I and got And I've drafted. heard some low-key rumors that you're quite an investor behind the scenes. Well, yeah. Is that a passion of yours? Well, it has been, um, and, and I, I, you need to. I, I mean, I think it's prudent to be able to put together situations for you know the rest of your life, right? I mean— I only played football for nine years, you know, right in, on the field, nine years, but in the league 10. But then it's like, you know, what are you going to do the rest of your life? Like, I, it was explained to me that my career was going to be about an inch, maybe two inches uh, of a foot of life. Yeah. So just be prepared for those other inches. So that's how I approached it. You got a couple of minutes after the show to talk about my Bitcoin portfolio. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we do something about this, people? <laughs> you nerds told me to buy Bitcoin. It ain't going well. Uh, we talked about the turnover as far as the playoff teams. One of those teams, and Michael Lombardi would literally, part of my language on a Sunday, he'd throw up if I brought this up right now, but mm -hmm. the Jets are getting some juice. We talked okay. about the Jets who had a tremendous draft. Uh, second year of Wilson. Again, you're not going to win a Super Bowl or make the postseason through a draft, but there does certainly seem to be some juice. I know, Femi, you've talked about this as well. If you take a look at the Jets' schedule, the Jets very much could be looking at 0-9. I'm not... It's probably it's not going to happen, but they start with the North. You see the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, the Steelers. But check out the schedule before the bye. Mm -hmm. Then they host the Dolphins. Then they go to the Packers, Lambeau. Then they're at the Broncos, shout the Pritch. Then they host the Patriots, and they host the Bills. That is a brutal stretch for right. the Jets. It is. I, we can marvel at the talent, uh, and they've had opportunity after opportunity to draft in the top ten multiple times and, and assemble this much talent. But to me, it's all about culture, uh, and that's what Robert Sala has to do. He's has, he has to create a culture uh, so the Jets can get through a schedule like that. It's never been about talent. Talent, everybody has talent. Um, what's going to make the difference certainly is a mindset uh, and culture, and that's been the problem with the Jets for uh, many of years in terms of why they have not turned the corner as an organization and been more consistent. They've had spurts. They've had opportunities. But uh, for me, it's all about Coach Sala being able to create a culture that's going to help them uh, get through that schedule. I mean, like you said, it's a, it's a brutal schedule. But every game in a natural football league is going to be that brutal situation for you. So uh, to me, it's all going to rely on the culture that can be developed out there. It's the longest spell in the NFL, longest drought. The Jets haven't made the postseason in 11 years. So we shall see. Remember, Darrell Revis, Sanchez, 
Ladanian Tomlinson, Rex Ryan. Yeah, it's been that long, Jets fans. Sorry to remind you. We're coming back with Thomas Gable here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we've got our VSIN Summer Special. It's here, it's 39 bucks, and you get everything VSIN has to offer. The way I lay out this one is for 39 bucks, you get everything we offer through July 31st. If I just told you we gave you point spread weekly for $39 through July 31st, that'd be worth it. But on top of that, Adam Burke's daily best bets in Major League Baseball, Jonathan Von Tobel with your NBA plays, Andy McNeil with your NHL plays through the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we've got plenty, plus NFL preseason coverage, golf, even the live tour, UFC, NASCAR, everything for 39 bucks. It would be reckless not to get it. It's vcin.com slash summer. That's vcin.com slash summer. As we got you back here, got a full crew, Kevin, of course, Elliot. Femi is here. It's going to be you and Salinas coming up after us, of course. Mike Pritchard sitting in. For Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. We head out to Atlantic City and say hi to our partner, Thomas Gable. Thomas Gable, TG. He runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. We say good morning. And nice work with Mo Donegal up top there, my friend. Well, nice work to you. You gave that out yesterday. Oh, uh, so congratulations to you. I mean, I, f- he, I forgot to floss uh, on I, Twitter about it. I forgot to, <laughs> I forgot to let everybody know that I hit something on Twitter. If it doesn't happen on Twitter, it doesn't count, Thomas Gable. Well, listen, for those who listen to this show and uh, have not been paying attention for Patrick's horse racing uh, picks through the years, you need to start because uh, he is he is very good. But I got a little bit back on uh, my Mo Donegal ticket. I was really, I used, uh, as you know, I was using the one, we the people there on top of uh, a lot of my exotics. And, uh, you know, he was the early speed, uh, just... Uh, couldn't hang on there, but uh, I thought Nest, uh, the Philly, ran a nice race. There. Absolutely. You know, Todd Pletcher, who trains Nest, the Philly, said she wanted the mile and a half. That was a late kick by her. She very much wanted mm-hmm. the distance, which was incredible to watch. We had Keith Jones, NHL, on TNT earlier. He and Eddie Olchek were like you. They had the one we the people on top of Mo Donegal, so... Uh, they were, although I think you had Mo Donegal on top. We the people, you could tell. He, he was the speed, but he started to tire down the stretch. It was, uh, yep. you could see that coming. Yeah, I mean, that was my that was my concern using him up top. Uh, and I was just hoping that maybe he could uh, run and hide, but uh, yeah, it didn't, didn't work out. We called it, we're presenting today as a lazy Sunday. Uh, I'm sure it is for you as well. You had a busy day at the book, though, yesterday, right? We did a very busy day between the Belmont and uh, just going in then to the evening. Really, the Belmont flowed right into uh, the the NHL game, and uh, you know it was nice to get the uh, the Rangers' liability off our books uh, with the victory there by the Lightning. That's right. uh, we actually we ended up losing on the game. Um, Really, it was the the total. Uh, we lost on the total, uh, which was only five in that game. But people were betting the under, and and why not when you have really the the two best goalies uh, going at, and they've they demonstrated that throughout the course of that series there with uh, Shosturkin and Vasilevsky. So uh, you know, people were were certainly still betting the under there of um, the total, and they they cashed that ticket. And what we saw, too, with the uh, – now, uh, you know, we always get a lot of Rangers money and New York money, but uh, 
the Lightning, the price on the Lightning, especially, uh, I think they're $2 favorites is what they went off as. And they were included in a lot of parlays. So the, the parlay liability, if those were still alive, um, they, they cashed. So, um, you know, we, we end up losing a little bit on the game, but I'll take it for getting that uh, Rangers liability off the, off the books here. So as we head into the final now with uh, Colorado and Lightning, Colorado, the uh, favorite for the series, dollar ninety. Their favorite also at home uh, for game one. There, dollar seventy-five favorites for for game one. But I think really this series is going to come down to um, when you look at these two teams. The advantage that the Lightning have obviously is at the goaltender position with Vasilevsky. Um, you can probably make a case for everything else with, with the Avalanche, but uh, there might be some opportunity right now, at least early on, if um, um, to uh, maybe take some uh, take a look at the Lightning here uh, before this series starts. You know, Keith Jones, he liked the Lightning. Pritch asked him straight up who you got in the series, and he said he liked the Lightning. So I've got a plus 155 as far as the series winner on the Lightning. The the series itself is going to be fascinating. You know, I joked with Jones earlier today, Thomas Gable, this is kind of what we've been watching. No disrespect to Montreal last year and to Dallas the year before. We've been waiting for this Tampa Bay-Colorado series for the last four or five years. Yeah, and and listen, Tampa obviously has the opportunity to do something that's extremely rare in professional sports, and that's three-peat. So um, th- this is uh, it's going to be a very interesting series, and like you said, I think it's uh, going to be a very anticipated series as well. So I don't know if I'm exposing anything here, but did that better end up coming in in, what was it, game three and getting down a big bet on that money line with Golden State? Obviously a loser for him, but a winner for the book if he actually took the bet. What happened there? Yeah, we did take a big bet there. Um, It ended up being for just about a quarter of a million um, on, uh, on the Golden State money line. We were... Negotiating with him throughout the day, uh, we would have went up to a million with him, but uh, he ended up settling for uh, just about a quarter of that. So, uh, but yeah, it was a good result certainly in that game for us. And uh, now, uh, now the series goes back to California, and uh, Golden State, the three and a half point favorites right now for uh, for this upcoming game tomorrow night. But long layoff here between games, and I think that. Couple things with with this and Boston, uh, we, we've seen them how they've come off of losses. They, they're they're very good. But the other thing I think for them is it gives Robert Williams uh, another day of rest, which is key. Uh, you know, certainly with his knee and how he's been managing that and the workload uh, for him. Because I, I mean, listen, he presents such a big mm-hmm. mismatch for the Warriors. Uh, when he with, between his size and athleticism, they really have no answer. And if you know, again, if he has some significant minutes and can produce at a obviously he doesn't play at a hundred percent with his injury, but if he can produce at just a high level, um, it, it's going to be a big difference there in favor of Boston for this game. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that because points in the paint has been that stat has stood out in terms of determining the winner uh, in the game so far. Thomas, I was curious about the futures market because I know some people that have a substantial uh, futures uh, bet with Boston. 
Uh, and yet now we see the back and forth nature uh, of the odds so for moving forward in the series. And right now you got Golden State as a favorite here. So uh, from a liability standpoint, uh, where do you where do you guys have the liability from from the future standpoint of this series? Uh, our liability pitch actually uh, lies with the Warriors. Uh, so right now they are again find themselves a favorite in the series. And as you said, it's flipped back and forth here um, after each game, really. Uh, so they're now dollar fifty-five favorites uh, to win the series, but uh, our liability uh, comes. A lot of it should uh, actually come from uh, from a play that we took. Uh, I guess right before the the playoffs started, uh, six-figure play on the Warriors. I think the price was plus three sixty. So uh, that certainly added some liability there. Uh, so we do have uh, liability on Golden State. No liability uh, to speak of though with Boston. Boston would actually be a very good result and. A uh, little surprising because I know there are some big tickets out there, and uh, in with certain books, uh, when Boston was uh, the, the price was so high on them, uh, you know, going back when when they were struggling, and then started to show some signs of life, and then really came back. Some people jumped on them, and uh, so there's certainly in certain books. Uh, liability in Boston, but nothing here. We're in good shape on Boston. The handles had to be great, TG, on this series because you've got an iconic franchise in the Celtics, and then, of course, the Warriors are such a publicly bet team. I'm assuming the handle's been awesome through four games. Oh, yeah, it it certainly has. And, you know, like you say, it comes down to uh, the teams that, that are in it all the time. You know, there's no real local factor here for us with with the West Coast team and then you know, Boston, though they're, they're—I guess they have fans basically anywhere in the country—but uh, you you have two big brands uh, with these two teams. The Celtics is obviously a storied franchise, and then the Warriors really have been uh, the team uh, for the last ten years uh, for the NBA. So. Uh, it, it's been good. The public gets involved, and that, that always uh, helps increase the handle. Sounds like you're leaning Celtics catching the three and a half. What about the total? Total to 11 and a half. Uh, at this point, I would probably look to play that over. It's a slight lean there. Um, not sure if I was uh, playing this game that I would uh, take the total at all, but uh, I would certainly be leaning right now. Uh, plus three and a half there on the Celtics. Okay, TG. Two and a, what was it? Quarter of a million dollars? Pritch has got that in his couch. He's going to come to the Borgata and bet that today. Thank you very much, Thomas. Director of Race and Sportsbook there at the Borgata in Atlantic City. That's our partner, Thomas Gable. Thanks, buddy. Have a great Sunday. All right. Thank you, guys. TG. Quarter of a million dollars. That was a winner. I think it was a money line bet. Pl- what? Plus 145 on the Warriors in game three that the better lost. When we come back, Wes Reynolds joins us here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Pritch, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you bet at BetMGM or simply download the app, you get redeemable points. So it's like a credit card when you get the loyalty points. And when you do, you can use those points for online bonuses. You can convert them into comps at MGM Resorts nationwide. It's a wonderful loyalty program. It's the only one out there. It's the king of sportsbooks. Bet MGM, 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, you've got to be 21 years or older. Michael Lombardi on a much-deserved vacation as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he's Mike Pritchard in for Michael Lombardi. And we're joined by, I believe he was your partner yesterday. Were you working with Wes uh, yesterday? A week ago. Well, no, it was Femi with Wes yesterday. Uh, Wes Reynolds, of course, VEASAN host, a.k.a. Chuck Schwartzel's <laughs> biggest fan. Let's start with congratulating you, my friend. Uh, you cash with Schwartzel on the Live Tour. Yeah, maybe I guess I like this tour after all, even though I've pretty much buried it on the air every time we talk about golf. Uh, you know, obviously the funding behind it and the people that are funding this tour, I'm not particularly big fans of, but I am a big fan of winning bets. And, you know, Charles Schwartzel hung on and got home. And this is a guy that has not won in several years. He was the former Masters champion, but he showed a little bit of signs of life coming in this year. He was in the mix in the Masters on the weekend, ended up finishing, I think, 
top 10 and then was eighth in the Byron Nelson. And that's the thing about these fields guys over on this live tour. You're not getting guys that are really playing at their peak right now. You're certainly getting big names of the past, you know, like Mickelson and even Dustin Johnson, who hadn't won in a year and a half over a calendar year and a half, but you're not getting guys that are like rolling right now. Like you see at the RBC Canadian open later this afternoon, like the Justin Thomases and the Scotty Schefflers guys that are really at the peak of their game, guys that are winning and winning consistently. So somebody like Schwartzel using this live tour to get back in the winner's circle, only 48 players in this field. And he was able to hang on. You know, Wes, it's very interesting. And, and, you know, I've been candid with you before in terms of helping me cash tickets, you and Brady with long shots uh, and golf. I was going to ask you, how did you do this? Uh, because it's the first event in this tour, not a lot of information, but the golfers focusing in on that. So, I mean, is there a chance that from a betting standpoint that if Liv grows, uh, we're going to see them dilute uh, the PGA Tour to where, okay, maybe uh, you see the RBC now and you see all these names bunched up at the top. As a better, you're going to be able to navigate through that uh, a little bit better. Yeah, you certainly could, Mike. I, I mean, more people have committed to the event at Pumpkin Ridge up in Portland. That's the next live event, the first weekend of July. So over the weekend, it came out that Patrick Reed is going to join this tour, Bryson DeChambeau, Pat Perez. So you're getting different players that obviously the funding behind this tour seemingly has an endless sum of money that they are paying for. And, you know, they're doing that for uh, for other reasons uh, They you know, they're all saying, hey, we're trying to grow the game. That's not necessarily true. We know that they're trying to cover up some misdeeds and using this sport to go ahead and do it. And they do it with other sports uh, over there in Saudi Arabia. But I think, you know, the, the strength of the, of the tour is still going to be with the PGA Tour. I just think a lot of guys maybe don't want to leave for political reasons or whatnot, or maybe they're happy with the money they're making. But just looking at the prize distribution for this tour yesterday, the fact that Charles Schwartzel got $4.75 million, biggest check of his career by far, the guy that finishes second, Henny Duplessis, who kind of splits his time between the DP World Tour and the Sunshine Tour in his native South Africa, he made $2.9 million. That is by far the biggest check. He's made more than many PGA Tour players on the season right now. So there are some guys that are going to look at that and just see the dollar signs that are going to join this. Like, I don't think the PGA Tour's very existence is being threatened, but this is certainly not what they want to see. So I think you look at the RBC Canadian Open this afternoon and Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, and everybody with the tour, the television partners, are very happy to see a final pairing of Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, and Tony Finau. Henny Duplessis, Wes, you know I'm a big fan of his, so I was happy to see yes. him score yesterday on the Live Tour. Wes Reynolds, VEASAN host, doing a great job joining us here. You mentioned long shots, also racing lines. You can check out Wes talking about F1 here on VEASAN. So you and I discussed it, Wes. We wanted Tampa Bay, Colorado. We got them. I woke up this morning. I saw the series price, Colorado 190. A sharp NHL better texted me. He's got Colorado winning the series 75% of the time, so we actually felt like the 190 90 on the abs was a little short. What was your take on the series price with the abs 190 and Tampa Bay coming back the other way plus 155? 
Yeah, Patrick, probably the way I may attack this is what you kind of saw with the Tampa Bay Rangers series in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now you're going to have a Colorado team that once again has over a week off. I think it's going to be about eight days. And we saw, even though they didn't really come out sluggish in game one of, of the West semifinals, they had the similar situation against the St. Louis Blues. They still really couldn't get away from them, even though they dictated play. So I give at least early on Tampa Bay the advantage, and I may look to bet them at a decent number in game one because they've played these high leverage games. And when you have the abs who have been off so long, and look, both teams I think will benefit from at least a couple days off just because of injuries. You know, Colorado wants to get Cogliano back, who did skate, I believe, yesterday, get Nazim Kadri back. We know he got knocked out with that cross check from Evander Kane in game three of the West Finals. So you get those guys healthy. Tampa Bay wants to get Braden Point back. They, we did not see him at all during the Eastern Conference Finals. But I do agree that Colorado, I do like them in the series. I, I think Tampa Bay can at least steal one, though, on the road just because of that rust factor with the Colorado Avalanche. But look, I feel like we got the best two teams. We don't always get that in a finals, whether it's the NBA, the NHL, or college basketball national championship. I do believe we have the two best teams, though, hooking up for Lord Stanley's Cup. Yeah, you know, Wes, one thing about Colorado being healthy or trying to get healthy, Kadri's going to be out, we believe, anyway. But then from a goalie standpoint, uh, Darcy Kemper saying he's 100% uh, French shows. He's played well. Uh, it seems to me the Avs are more confident uh, with him on, on ice or between the net anyway, or, or in net. And so it's like, as a better, are you focused on who the Avs have in net, or are you just looking at the team uh, uh, as a whole? Well, to your point, Pritch, I think uh, Pavel's been very good in relief. And, you know, they it's not as big of a drop-off, hmm. I think, for Colorado. Yeah, they want to go with their number one guy. They want to go with Darcy Kemper, but – it's not as big of a drop-off as you would see like with uh, when Vasilevsky doesn't go. I mean, he's kind of the do-everything for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and he's played all their postseason games. So, you know, they certainly don't want to necessarily go with Brian Elliott. You know, that's, that's I think, more of a drop-off because I often think with goaltenders in the NHL, there's only a handful of teams where there's such a precipitous drop-off between number one and number two. It's not like the NFL where backup quarterbacks are backup quarterbacks for a reason. So Vasilevsky has been the do-everything guy on this run with, that now has two Stanley Cups in a row, trying to go for a three-peat here is Tampa Bay. So that is advantage Colorado, the fact that they feel comfortable going with their number two if they have to in a high-leverage game. Wes Reynolds, the Celtics are off a loss right where they want to be. They're catching three and a half tomorrow night. What do you got? Yeah, what I think I'm going to do is uh, kind of go back to what I did in game four and take the under, and I like the under here in game five. Now, it's already discounted in the price, by the way, because I think the game four closed 213 and a half. I got a 214 and a half. You're now starting to see some 212s. I would not be shocked if you saw two 11s. In fact, I do see one currently at BetMGM and a couple faraway places. Look, it's it's kind of a recurring theme in the playoffs. Those game five unders, especially when the series is tied two to two. What is the winner of game five in a series win like 80 some percent of the time? I may be off a couple percentage points, but it's around that range. This is the pivotal game of the series to, uh, you know, risk overstating the obvious. So 
I think that that benefits an under. And I think you've got two teams that, you know, if this is a close game like it was in game four, you're all of a sudden going to see the possessions get longer. You're going to see these guys take 20, 21 seconds, get down to the end of the 24 second clock, especially in the fourth quarter. So there's something to be said for maybe betting this total live because, you know, in the fourth quarter, especially if it's a one or two or three possession game, it is going to slow down. So under 212 for me. Congrats to you on Schwartzel. Enjoy your Sunday, my friend. It's Wes Reynolds. Thank you, buddy. You bet, guys. Thank you. Okay, and for those, we talked about it being a lazy Sunday. For Mm -hmm. those taking note at home, Pritch, I just saw the 30th airing of the eugenics commercial with Frank Thomas. (laughs) What does that stuff do? Hook me up, Big Hurt. Uh, (laughs) Awkward. We've got a Femi and Selena Sunday coming up next. Pritch, I want to thank you. That was a joy to work with you today. Joy to work with you as always, Patrick. Uh, Enjoyed my time. It's a pleasure. Okay. Elliot, thank you as well. Ken, what's cracking, man? MacGyver is here, and we thank Kevin as well. As I mentioned, Femi and Salinas are coming up next here on Sunday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Have a great day. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Log your bet's outcome. Log your bet's outcome. Log your bet's outcome. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.